Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley, Grace. you and I... <laughs> it's the start of our Hi. week together. It is. I feel like it's been a while. It has been a minute. I like, feel like I say that every time, but it has been a minute. I know. We have the unfortunate... Cause it was like, what, last Wednesday? Was that? Yeah, because we did we did a double bill situation when we That's recorded right. Jamie and also did the show proper. Mm-hmm. This show proper. So yeah, it hasn't really been that long, but I feel like we've all just like grown and aged as people since then. I certainly have. Yeah. Oof. Like uh, truly from from the time that we ended our, you know, recording, I got I've gotten to see Ruben Santiago Hudson's Lackawanna Blues. Ooh, hello. Yeah, I got to see Martina Mayak's uh Sanctuary City. That's at the like top of my list. So I can't wait to talk to you about that like as soon as possible. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm so thankful that I was um that was it was so nice. Uh thank you, Sarah, um, for for making sure that I got to see that show because um, you know, I love the Lortel, I love the Cherry Lane, like I love being in the mm-hmm. West Village for shows. Um, and the the use of stage. I know that they had to freeze the show New York Theater Workshop last year mm-hmm. when a, a shutdown happened. And so, like, there's this beautiful little sign when you go into the lobby that says, like, the programs that you see are the programs that, you know, lived last year. So what you're seeing is like a show frozen in time mm, <laughs> coming God. back to life, you know, and, and getting to do that was just really special. And um, it was just nonstop. I couldn't, I felt like, you know, the, the wind was sucked out of me for an hour plus, mm. like there was just nonstop movement. It was just, it was an incredible use of like lighting and mixed with storytelling, which I always appreciate and love. And, and I forget how integral, you know, the, the lighting cues are to the way that a playwright creates a mm-hmm. work like this. So I can't wait to talk about it with you. Um, I also got to go to the BCFA Broadway Flea, which I don't know if you knew oh, this, goodness. but is my favorite event of the Broadway season I every single year. <laughs> typically love it so much. I didn't end up going because I'm still like a little bit sketchy hey, around crowns and also uh, like my best mate went um, but she went around 10 and didn't find anything that she loved loved without spending a ton of yeah. money um so i was like I was All the right. exact same way i okay. stuck to my like 20 dollars donation rule yeah um i try to cap myself out otherwise i would come home with so much stuff that's the way it uh, goes but they they raised it like a like you know uh seven hundred yeah, so we recommend that if you weren't already, you know, on a schedule to donate to them this year, make sure that you go and do that to donate to either the Actors Fund or the Broadway Cares Equity Fights Aids because beyond this one event during the year, and then, of course, they do the, you know, the Red Bucket Follies and they do mm-hmm. Easter Bond and all that great stuff. But you can donate any time of the year. You can. It's true. <laughs> they do not cut it off at no. various points of the year. <laughs> did I do a haul on my TikTok? You bet I did. Oh, hell Did I do yeah. it for me only? For sure. Uh, <laughs> no, not true. <laughs> and then, of course, I got to see, um, you know, last week, Matt and I talked to Keone and uh, Mari Madrid yeah. uh, of uh, Beyond Babel and the Karate Kid musical. And I got to see the lab presentation on Friday. And dude. Dude. I embarrassingly started crying. <laughs> I cry at most shows, so that feels like not well, the show a hadn't feat started. for me. Well, same, same thing, same situation. Cry as soon as I take my seat, if not sooner. Like I, 
it's just, I don't remember. First of all, the last time I was even in a workshop room was with Drew Gasparini. So getting to see another workshop was really, really great um, mm-hmm. of his, you know, his music. But like the start of it was, you know, a Japanese woman introducing a show that she was producing and then mm-hmm. introducing a Japanese male uh, director. And then it was just like, oh, I, sorry, I've just never seen a creative team yeah, starting it like lovely. this. Um, and then, you know, I'm not going to need to tell you all the things about the show, no, but um, I was surprised <laughs> at how much I uh, enjoyed it. I didn't expect it to be like disappointing or anything because sure. I knew all the incredible people that are behind it. But I was just surprised at how much I enjoyed the the source material mixed with like this new version of it. And I'm mm. excited to see what they what they come up with for St. Louis. It was just like, yeah, OK. I, I don't shit on movie musicals. Yeah, a lot of people do. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, not to the extent of which we, you know people take glee in doing so. See, no. not a movie musical, but see the Diana discourse over the weekend. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> you really must. Intense, intense. Uh, but I also want to say James Saito was, I don't know if they're going to keep him, but... If I had my way, I would keep him as uh, Mr. Miyagi because <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with his work. He is the original voice of Master Splinter Love it. on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but Love he's also it. in Always Be My Maybe if you saw the Ali Wong Yes, film. of course. Of course you did. Of course. I, I love him. I didn't know that he was going to be Mr. Miyagi, so he popped out and I went, <gasps> <laughs> like freaking chill. Like, Yay, it's a rest. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, he's so great. Anyways, uh, really honestly, really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Uh Exciting. and then let's get into what actually kind of opened this week and oh, which was six. I know that you and Matt have probably been talking about it. We talked a little bit about it last night, but also we had a weird situation where we were told that reviews were going to be embargoed until a certain time. And then we had reviews come out before that time and not the New York Times one. So we covered some stuff, but not interesting. Not, not the quote unquote big one, I guess. So New York Times did call it a rollicking reverberant blast from the past. They honestly had great things to say about it. I'm excited that, you know, Lucy Moss is getting this kind of like, right. hello. Uh, yeah. So honestly, the reviews are really good. I'm excited. Should when I bought you, tickets the other day. I was I just about it. to ask, uh, when are you seeing the six? I Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting until either they caught me or I get some money. Uh, which who's on both cases for, for both of us? That, yeah. That's not me shooting on you. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> no, it is quite fair. Uh, it's it was really a situation of which comes first. I have money again, or I get comped on something, and it really is a toss up. Here's what's exciting about the show six, which uh, Matt Timonini let me know. Mm. Um, they have shows on Monday nights, they so do. industry people yeah. can go see it on their night off. It's really nice. I really appreciate that. I hope it was intentional. I hope. Who's to say? All right, so we'll we'll get into the real news. So uh, a new revival of Pal Joey is going to hit Broadway next season with co-direction by Tony Goldwyn and Savion Glover, utilizing Savion, of course, for choreography, because if you're going to have Savion Glover direct a damn show a fatal mistake to not put on your tap shoes sir (laughs) oh my god so the creative team which includes writer richard lugarevanese will revise the book from its original 1940 by richard rogers and lawrence hart uh while adding some more songs from their catalog so there's going to be more rogers and hart music in this new show and the book has revised 
the show. And this is this is a little sus. They're now putting it in the night in a nightclub in the south side of Chicago. And they're changing the role of Linda from a stenographer because ladies, we are not stenographers anymore. We are yeah. not tip typing. If yeah. we are, we are uh, boss girls, boss babes. <laughs> uh, and now she's going to be an aspiring singer. Okay. You could have picked anything. Um, really, so the show, really could have. <laughs> I, I am a big fan of Richard's work, though. I have to say, like, you know, he's he's done a lot of really good stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was in charge of the last five years movie. Like, I, I trust this this man, um, mm-hmm. but also like could have been anything. Um, the show was last seen at Roundabout Theater Company Studio 54 in 2008. So this is going to be the newest kind of like revival of it. It's exciting. I'm, I'm curious to see what all these changes are going to do to the show. And if yeah. it helps people it more i i don't know i'm really fascinated by this one i honestly i don't know what really? to do with it um pal joey has not been a very successful show and that it hasn't been a success since it's like, a famous flop the middle it's, of it's a jester flop yeah um so they're kind of i mean they're piecing together a new version of this with a creative team who i love like as you said amazing um they're piecing together this new version of a show um, with more songs, with a book revision, which, one, kind of makes it feel <laughs> less like a revival and more just like an entirely new show. And that's fine. Like, make it a new show at this point. Yeah. Um, but it's also very in the vein of like, you know, anything goes or on a clear day you can see forever of like really, like really changing what the catalog is going to look like. Um, in terms of what music is in the show and what, what they're like, like what songs they're using from Rogers and Hart here. It's really interesting to me. I, I can't say that anyone expected or was asking for this, but I guess I'll take it. I'm really I certainly curious don't to wake see what up in the morning. Do. I don't say, Oh God, revive pal Joey. Yeah. Except particularly my first thought um nor is it anyone's except i guess savian glover and richard la gravanese and tony goldwyn and tony goldwyn of course of but, yeah. metro goldwyn mayor um all right so <laughs> famous, thoughts, famous I mean, uh thoughts of a colored man is moving up its official broadway opening by more than two weeks for wednesday october 13th you know they were set to open at the golden theater on mm-hmm. october 31st but many shows have been they didn't say why by the way they did mm-hmm. not disclose why that was happening of course we do know there were casting changes uh many shows are struggling this season with COVID outbreaks we talked about aladdin last week it's upsetting mm-hmm. um and and you know these fluctuating opening times are kind of like hey we we got to do it so right. I, I'm curious what this means, but I, I always hope positively that it's it's for the best. Yeah, I do too. I'm I, I get a little anxious when shows especially plays when they're bumping up openings and especially plays that are primarily people of color and more specifically black playwrights, black primary cast, black creative teams. Um just because like plays are already kind of a hard there's certainly a more difficult sell on Broadway and they're becoming an increasingly difficult sell on Broadway. Um, so, and they're doing the same thing that Passover did. So I don't, I kind of don't know what the purpose of doing this other than they're worried about the show selling and getting butts in seats. But as long as people go at some point, <laughs> then cool. I'll bump up the, bump up the opening. Hopefully we'll get more people in the doors. 
All right, so let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this week, Upstart. So if you dread looking at your credit card statements, I do too. You are not alone. Debt can feel crippling. It's upsetting. And it is mm, not cute. Upstart (laughs) can help you on your path to financial freedom. Definitely. They are the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses, over a million people we've increased have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. And rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, your current employment, your credit history, and they find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. And you even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. That is fast. (laughs) So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T.com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Once more, go to upstart.com slash Broadway. So a new musical Between the Lines will begin performances on Tuesday, June 14th, 2022 at the Tony Kaiser Theater at Second Stage for a very limited engagement. The new musical is based on the novel by Jody Picoult and Samantha Van Leer, directed by Jeff Calhoun. Wow, never thought I would be reading directed again by Jeff Calhoun of Newsies fame mm-hmm. uh, with a book by Timothy Allen McDonald, music and lyrics by Alyssa Samsel and Kate Anderson. If you don't know, that is the team behind Apple TV Plus's Central Park, which uh, we talked about before on the show that I really love. It's on the list. And so sister to, to Kristen Anderson Lopez. So I don't know about you, but if mm. you like the idea of Jody Picoult and musical, get out your phone, get out your <laughs> device and get yeah. the album Breathe. Because I recommend Kelly O'Hara and Brian uh, Stokes Mistral on those tracks. It's always. Hot. Always. And I'll eventually get to Central Park. I mean, I do now officially have an Apple TV Plus subscription because... Because yeah, I've come from away? No, because I ran out of uh, screeners for Ted Lasso that they comped for me. So I had to How actually... get that? Are you... Kidding me? I'm famous, obviously. <laughs> I had the first eight episodes, Ashley baby. Steve's, are you joking? I'm not. I had the first eight episodes before anyone else get to it. I have to go. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, wow. Well, now that you have it, you've got to watch it. I really enjoy their music. I think they're a great team. Done. But this is exciting. I didn't know that uh, we were going to get a new musical coming from her. Yeah. Uh, this is now that her second like musical this. project that I'm aware of uh, for mm. Jodi Picoult, and who I obviously worshipped as a young person reading My Sister's Keeper and crying my eyes out in middle school. Uh, so, yeah. Nice. This could be cool. Here for it. So Manhattan Theater Club Skeleton Crew is beginning uh, December 21st at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. Famously, right now, Ruben Santiago Hudson is occupying it and living his best damn life. Because let me mm-hmm. tell you, Lagawana Blues uh, really loved it. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know if you're able to go, but you got to go. Uh, so famously, Felicia Rashad is still in the show, which... Okay, uh, but she is now joined <laughs> by Shantae Adams, Brandon J. Dearden, and Adescola Osakalumi. And I'm excited about the rest of these casting announcements, but I am shocked that Felicia Rashad is still it's attached a, to the project. It's a choice, and that's kind of all I have to say about that because I see her casting announcement, and I went, "Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. yeah." I I truly expected that to change, but. I'm not surprised, I guess. I expected it, but I'm not surprised it didn't happen. Yep. 
Rip. Okay, so <sighs> finally, we've got uh, just another month before the movie adaptation of Jonathan Larson's musical Tick, Tick, Boom oh, yes. arrives on Netflix November 19th. The latest trailer. I'm just saying it dropped and we heard Andrew Garfield, who is coming for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Really, just like his character in the social network coming for everything. <laughs> of course. Took down Facebook <laughs> servers on Monday for six hours. Makes sense. It makes sense. The day the Tick Tick Boom trailer dropped and Facebook goes down. Oh my God. We know what you're oh doing. Oh my God. Not, First it was Angels in America, subtle. now it's this. Not subtle at all. So I'm very pleasantly surprised. I'm just going to say that because I, I'm 50 50 on Mr. You're not Garfield. I'm not 30 90. I'm like 50-50 on Andrew Garfield. Um, because of his face? What is it? Yeah, because of his face. Hey, I, I can't wait for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh my God, I can't wait. Oh, gotta see it. Gotta see it. Um, but I, I, I didn't love him in Angels in America. I loved the production of Angels in America dearly and desperately, but have been fairly outspoken as far as I didn't love his portrayal of Pryor. Um, so I'm a little squeaky on him when it comes to like adaptations of shows at the moment. But seeing That's this fair. trailer and seeing, first of all, I mean, seeing the trailer that we got, I guess, like a month and a half ago at this right. point, no track of time anymore. I was like, oh, okay, this works. Like, I'm surprised. And then to hear him sing in this trailer and mm-hmm. to hear the, we got the 3090 bonus track from the soundtrack as mm-hmm. well on Monday. Um, very pleasantly surprised. I was really happy with it. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking right. forward to it. As a property, this one has always been a little iffy for me, only because like I can't imagine being a writer who died and then people being like, what if we yeah. produced your work and like that they had no, you know, controller say in it sure so that's the only part that i'm like always like uh but i can see that it's being handled from from what you know we see it it looks beautiful like the direction looks great so i'm excited it really does and (laughs) maybe most importantly we got the first glimpse of bradley whitford as stephen sondheim um and i was delighted (laughs) i yelled at my screen yeah Oh, yeah, at last. I'm ready. My body is ready. At last. Finally, in recommendations, uh, I want to shout out Ariel Beth Klein's My Shicks a Boyfriend, it, which is a solo show that I have seen from in- inception. She is mm-hmm. a friend of mine who started working on her solo work when I was working on mine, but she's getting to present it at the tank and it's going to be in person and virtual. So if you're in New York, please catch it at the tank NYC. We're including it in the show notes for the link. Um, but if if not, you can also watch it virtually October 8th through the 30th, Friday through Sunday. It's a really good show. Um, she's a really great storyteller. And it's about like her family heritage and her relationship with her Judaism and then her, you know, uh, relationships beyond her family. It's just, it's a really beautiful comedic piece. Lovely. And um, I recommend it. So anyways, if you want to mm. watch it with me, I will be watching it in the face, but you can watch it at home <laughs> in if you want. Face. In, in the, the face. face. That's how we should that's what we should call in person shows from now on. In the face. If you want to see a show in the face, 
Go to Ariel Beth Klein's My Chicks Boyfriend. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.